Hello everyone, welcome to Toonami Therapy. Today on February 9th of 2023, I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to, as usual, talk about anime stuff we've been watching. Some of which is, in fact, on Toonami. <laughs> um, so, I, I guess, as usual, we'll get into it. Because I don't think there's been any notable sudden... um announcements regarding Toonami that I've, um, no, no, a quick glance indicates, um, nothing. We've still got, I, I guess it makes sense. We've still got, um, a Made in Abyss ending this week, and then we'll have some movies the next two weeks, and then after that, we'll see whatever it is, um, their replacement, uh, will be. Okay, so, we end up, uh, yeah, I guess we can just get into it. So we've got My Hero Academia episode 100, sorry, 121. So uh, we've got um, Deku and Bakugo and Endeavor still fighting Shigaraki. So just to let you know, that's still happening. Most of the episode, uh, though, I think is about the other um, characters from Class 1A because... Ryder decided, oh yeah, they should probably do something. So, or at least a few of them should do something. So yeah, basically the plan is, okay, we gotta beat Gigantomachia by throwing this sedative thing into his mouth to defeat him. And um, so they managed to do that. We get some uh, other um, stuff with the... Shigaraki, and he apparently managed to hit Eraser Head with the one of the quirk destroying bullets, which you probably didn't know about because it was in that arc you didn't watch. <laughs> um, it seems like everything is in that arc you didn't watch. <laughs> I um, I forget which arc that even was that it, I skipped. It was season the, three, season was, three, or season four. It was the thing that happened um, after All Might fought um, All for One, um, uh -huh. which, was, which was basically the best part of the whole series, and it's kind of been <laughs> not as good since then. Yeah, I'm um, still waiting on Deku to become the world's greatest hero, you know? He, yeah. Oh, he, he said at the end of this episode, I'm using 100%, so maybe it is going to happen now. <laughs> Yeah, so we've gotten uh, that. Um, yeah, it was an episode. <laughs> All right, I don't know too much average, else. Average, average. That's what I'd say, average. Yeah, um, and I guess then we um, move on to Made in Abyss. Um, we got episode... Uh, 24. So, uh, let's see. So, basically, uh, Fopta and Reg are still fighting and stuff, and, um, let me think about, um, stuff here. Yeah, so, that, but that, okay, so they're doing that, and they managed, um, but then, like, a bunch of memories get transferred into Fopta, I think, about, um, and things. And then a bunch of monsters show up. And, uh, but then, uh, Fopta gets attacked by the monsters. But then she doesn't, uh, how, okay, so then she's getting killed. But then she doesn't get killed because the people do something to help her. And, uh, then they're going to fight the monsters some more, I guess. And what was that uh, name of that thing that Nanachi has? Um. Oh, you mean like the the uh. You 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 mean the MIDI clone? I thought, or was it last episode that MIDI died? Oh yeah, again? that was last episode. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm confusing all these double episodes. <laughs> yeah. I uh. Yeah, so I, I guess Fopta's kind of a good guy now, maybe? It was kind of, it, it was, um, 
I don't know. This is one of those episodes that made some sense when I watched it, but then when I try to explain it, I'm not sure how. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, I've I've guessed that's made in abyss. Don't have too much to say about it. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I, I I sometimes feel like despite the name of our podcast, our discussion is mostly about all the stuff that's not on Toonami that we're watching. Yeah. Uh alright, maybe we can get more discussion out of this one. Miyashihime episodes forty seven and forty uh, eight. The end. Well, unless we get a third season, which we might. Mm. Who knows? I don't mm. think anything's been announced. But anyway, so basically, um, well, they managed to uh, defeat uh, Osamu and Kirin Maru's um, defeated, and uh, basically all the bad guys are um, beaten. Um, uh, Riku dies, but don't worry, we find out he's alive in the next episode. Um, so basically all this stuff gets resolved and everyone's like, yay, everything is good. We get the last episode, which is kind of just showing some of the characters, you know, what they're doing. Um, I, I guess they don't have any way to get back to the present yet. Uh, so they're still in the past. Um, and then they just go off to have a different adventure. Yeah, the adventure continues. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I like these episodes for one thing. Uh, I also feel like there are so many elephants in the room that the, the biggest elephant in the room is the relationship between Sosomaru and pretty much everyone. Like, he doesn't really ever show that he cares about his daughters. And he... His relationship with Rin is still like a father and child, which really shouldn't be the case if she had his children. So, I don't know why they refuse to address those topics because those are pretty big things. I mean, that you, you can't watch it without thinking that this is kind of wrong. So I wish they would have addressed that in some way uh, instead of just pushing them off on, you know, just like, okay, here we go, you know, um, so, yeah, I, I, I just think it's really icky, that whole Rin and Susomaru thing, and the fact that Susomaru still doesn't really care about his daughters, it, it, it just, um, I also don't, I, I also don't like how, now, I, again, keep in mind, I did like these episodes, but I didn't like the fact that, like, Sangu has two daughters who basically do nothing. And <laughs> see, her her son does stuff, but but her daughters are like kind of useless. I mean, I, that doesn't seem to fit with her very well. I don't know. Uh, I like these episodes. I did think it was a good way to finish, but there were still some very large elephants in the room that they just refused to address. And I'm left wondering what a season three fix these things or just make them worse. Well, in regards to Ren and Sashomaru, yeah, that was kind of weird. And you've met, you've mentioned before to me about how weird that she's still calling him Lord Sashomaru. And I was just thinking, you know, I remember how in today's menu for the Emia family, Castor was still, like, doing that to, I can't remember his name, but the, the person who was her mastering the original series and in this continuity, they're apparently married. I'm thinking, well, yeah, but uh, she's still doing it, but Castor's insane. 
Like even in that uh, alternate continuity, I it's not supposed. I don't think we're supposed to see it as normal. So I'm okay with that. There here, it's a little weirder, but um, but uh, that's not honestly the bigger things I've still got. Per but to be honest, there's like. Rin and Sashomaru's relationship seemed like such a non-entity throughout so much of the series that I, I could never really get bothered by it too much. It's just like, okay, they're together, and I guess they propagated. Um, <laughs> because you needed someone to uh, do that with Sashomaru. Um, anyway, but the other things that I... Actually, that was the thing. I was a little... So much of this, Rin like just doesn't do much of anything she's just in the tree for like the first season and like the first half of this season and then she gets out and you might think oh man she's gonna do something cool or whatever <laughs> and but she really doesn't that i remember um yeah so and and, and there's still that problem of the fact that her age that still doesn't add up to uh, because she's 18 at the time she gives birth. So unless they mean she's 18 and 11 months, uh, 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 that that shouldn't have happened. You know, Sosomaru is, well, he's not a good guy. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, 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 I mean, if they would have said she was 19, I'd be like, okay, okay. But no, they said she was 18 at the time she had the kids, so... Did, um, they, did they say she was 18 when she had the kids, or was it 18 when she was pregnant and we cut to later when we see that? I can't remember. I guess you I might have gone... Yeah, I thought it was 18 whenever she mm -hmm. was giving the kids to hand off to Kaede. So that, that might have been the case. Although I remember, ironically, some people saying that um, them saying 18 was like saying, oh, man, you re uh, said, no, she doesn't look that old. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I it could She could have been that. in her late 18s. That's such a funny yeah, thing to that's... say. Late 18s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, okay, getting aside from that to some other things... I wanted to say, uh, it's so weird because I've mentioned it before. We've got all these magical creatures and stuff. None of that is in the present outside of, I think, one episode where there was, like, some sort of, like, possessed mask or whatever. And sometimes when, like, things came from the past to the present. Um, and I've just always been thinking, okay, so whatever happened to all of this? And the episode in the series actually brought that up. Uh, like in the previous episode and I think oh are we gonna get some explanation no apparently not I, I uh, we had like Osamu and he was complaining about um like how you know the history books didn't mention any of this stuff so I I guess the explanation we have is what I said kind of as a joke but I, I guess this is it it's just a big government cover-up um so I, I was a little surprising we never got anything um about um that. Um uh let's see. We've uh I I'd yeah, it was I'd say the ending it was it's a perfectly satisfactory, but it's not an amazing one, I guess yeah. is what I could say. One other thing I wanted to mention. So we have Riku uh, and who um like shows, uh, yeah, that's his name. Um, and yeah, Riku. I, I keep thinking because of that's a similar name to someone from Made in Abyss. Um, and so he's like, okay, Toa, I'm in love with you. Then he dies. Mm -hmm. But then he turn. But then they they find out, oh, he's not dead. And the big love confession is just forgotten. They pulled the Naruto. Remember when um, Hina gives a big confession to Naruto and then dies, but then it doesn't matter because all the people who were killed in that arc get brought back to life? It's literally <laughs> the same thing. Big love confession. Dies. Um, comes back. Not mentioned. <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish I had an explanation for that. 
Also, did we even see Moroku in this final episode? I cannot remember what he did in this episode, if anything. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't remember. No, I think... I know he was in one of these. I'm pretty sure he was in one of these two episodes because I seem to remember I he said something. And I was just again thinking, man, that sounds different than he did in the original series because it's a different voice actor. Um, but I can't remember if that was the last episode or if it was the second um, to last uh, one. Let me check the wiki. Maybe there's an explanation of uh, when... Oh, oh, nice. It, here's... I'm so glad that there are people who are actually willing to do this so I don't have to. It's a, a complete uh, listing of every episode he appeared in. Um, so he was in... Yeah, so he was in episodes 47, 40... Yeah, he was in both of these episodes. I don't know if he said or did anything, but he at least showed up. That's what I meant. Oh, Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, this just lists the episodes they appeared in. It doesn't say anything about, you know, whether, um, uh, about, about what he actually, uh, like, set, if there was any dialogue or anything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know about that one, sorry. Um, so, I guess we can talk a little about our thoughts on the series as a whole. Okay. Uh, so I was didn't really like the first season that much. Um, the second season I thought was a big improvement, although it was good. The first half or so I think was more interesting than the second half. I don't know if it's exactly a half and half thing. I just remember there's a point I was really liking it, and then as it went on, I kind of started liking it not quite as much. Um, but I will still say yes, this was definitely better than the first season. Um, I feel like the nostalgia kind of wore off, and that made, I, I, I enjoyed the first few episodes of the first season, and then it was like, but then as we went along, the main characters weren't appearing and weren't appearing, and eventually I got sick of it, so it was very nice for them to come back in this season. I thought they had a pretty good storyline. You know, uh, um, yeah, it, it was, uh, there was a lot of good things about this second season. Um, but at the same time, it wasn't nearly as good as Inuyasha was the original series of Inuyasha. Like, I didn't think the final act was on the on par with the original series of Inuyasha, at least canon episodes of Inuyasha, I should say, because there there was some uh, filler that wasn't that great. There there was filler that was good though in in uh, original Inuyasha series, but um, yeah. I, I, I feel like it, it, it was good, but just not good enough. And uh, I, I liked it, but at the same time, I was left wanting more. Okay. Yeah. It's unfortunately most of these uh, series, I kind of... I'm trying to think of, like, you know, these sort of sequel stuff where you know you have like a long running series and it's done and then way back later you come back and say hey let's focus on the kids of um of them are how are they and i'm trying to think well what series did that well because i don't think Bor boruto was like uh, i feel like boruto was an even more blatant cash grab than this was <laughs> um i mean i guess i guess you can count jojo so i guess that worked out um, mm -hmm. but, uh, that, I don't even know if I'd count that. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know how many examples there was, there's this old, there's this manga series called Major and it was about, it was a baseball, um, manga. And then there's, was a sequel called Major Second. That's about the son of the main character, but I have not read either of those. So I have no idea, um, like whether, whether the second one is like 
as good as the original. I don't know if the original is good. I, I mean, it lasted a while, so it was prob. Well, that doesn't make it good, but uh, it probably wasn't terrible if that was the um, case. So uh, I don't know ex exactly about that. Oh, it looks like. Um, Oh yeah, there was an anime series of Major Second a few years ago. I don't know if it'll be continuing, but it doesn't look like it. I don't think anyone's officially translating that manga. Yeah, I'm just I, I just always noted it because it seemed interesting. I have not read this, but it's about. It seemed a little interesting to me because it's a baseball series, but it's about a guy literally as he like grows up. Like it starts out with him like when he's like in kindergarten or first grade and it follows his life as he, you know, keeps playing baseball, you know, in like elementary school, junior high, high school. It ends like with him when he's like, you know, a professional player. So, so that was, that was something that always struck me as a very interesting thing to do in a series to actually have the character grow up like, um, like that. Um, and, uh, it, yeah, this, this series lasted how long? It's, oh yeah, the thing went, the manga went out for 16 years. Um, 78, uh, volumes. How many? Which makes me think, I'm sorry, I'm on tangents, aren't I? For reference, One Piece is on volume 104. Um, Naruto was 70, wow, Naruto was 72, Major uh, was, uh, 78, that one longer, at least in volume count, than Naruto. Okay, mm -hmm. so, enough about me talking about series that I've never, uh, actually read. Um, uh, uh, anything else? Unless you want to talk about a series you've never actually, um, seen or read. No, no. Okay. All right, that's our Toonami stuff. All right, well, we lacked, I guess, in talking about the other series we had for Yashihime. Um, and we did not have One Piece to talk about because One Piece was didn't air this uh, week. Um, all right, so let's go on to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean episodes 26 and 27. So first we finish up the previous fight, um, against Bohemian Ecstatic, where, um, you know, when all the guys from the stories are coming to life and then the characters are having to deal with it. And to make a long story short, they managed to solve it by drawing an image of, because things from like comics and fiction are coming to life, one of them just gets someone to draw a picture of some hero who has the power to stop all of it. So then he comes to life and um stops all of it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the way it's resolved. Yeah. Uh, in a word, bizarre. And remember, this wasn't just like this area. It explicitly states this was happening all around the world. And like the news, and then it, when it's over, the news is just like, well, I guess it's over now. And that's mm -hmm. it. That, that, it, that was, yeah, definitely, I think, there's a lot of episodes, so I don't know if I can say it's the most bizarre, but this was definitely probably among the highest of how bizarre the series can be. Um, then in the next episode, uh, it's back to, um, uh, Jolene, Hermes, and Emporio. They are in a helicopter, but get attacked. So they have to bail, um, out. They end up fighting a guy who has the power to control the rods. Um, also, which they also call, um, skyfish, uh, I, I think, um, which were basically this sort of hypothetical um, being that that I, I well they explain it in it, but basically some guys took pictures and they caught what seemed to be these weird sort of um, creatures. But uh, what it doesn't actually mention in the episode is that this is just regarded as you know like um, like just these things that just appear. They're just like you know like. Um, visual artifacts or whatever in the picture. But anyway, apparently they're real and uh, he can control them and then they fight and uh, Jolene manages to win by setting herself on fire and uh, 
apparently <laughs> it has no injuries from it. <laughs> uh, I, I, maybe we'll get a resolve on that in the next episode, but it legitimately looks like she's just totally um, fine after uh, that, and they don't have, like, the healer character around anymore. Uh, but they managed to beat the guy, essentially, beca because, you know, setting yourself on fire so that you can't control the heat and all that sort of um, stuff. And, uh, yeah, so this is, like, a surprisingly fast battle. It was just one episode. And, uh, yeah, so do you want to discuss them separately or together? Uh... I guess together, um, yeah, this show is getting weirder and weirder, <laughs> and, um, what, what is Jolene trying to do again? Um, right now she's trying to cat, uh, track down, um, oh, what's his, uh, the, the bad guy, like, the, the villainous priest, um, guy, what was his, um, name again, Poochie, something like that? Mm. I think Why that is she trying to track him down, though? Oh, uh, to stop him from doing uh, whatever his evil plan is, I guess. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, we do find out that weather forecast is uh, Poochie's younger brother. We got, we found that out. Mm -hmm. uh, he weather forecast doesn't seem to know, but that was what we found out. Um. Yeah. So I liked the first of the episodes because, uh, I mean, it was weird, but, you know, it was kind of weird in a fun way. The second episode just kind of, it didn't really seem like it had too much of a point. This second episode literally felt like the author just happened to read something about, like, the Raws. It was like, you know what? I should have a stand battle about that. Mm -hmm. Th that was what it felt like. He just read something and was like, I should have a battle about, I should put that into my comic uh, somehow. All right, we've done it. Move on. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, we'll see next week, I guess, if there's any, um, like, harm to Jolene from being completely on fire. Yeah, um, yeah, it just gets weirder and weirder, doesn't it? I mean, I know you can say, oh, well, you know, it's anime time. It's just like how Dio can spend, like, half a minute um, talking about how he can only do something in uh, the space of, like, five seconds. Fine. But even if you're, it's a short time, if you're completely on fire, it's going to leave some damage. Uh, kind of like the how uh, Home Alone, like the... The next morning, the house is all pristine and clean after all that stuff went on the previous night. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Hmm. All right, so um, I guess we move on. Yeah. All right, Spy Family episode 25. Um, I watched this two weeks ago and you last week because of some miscommunication. So uh, let me see if I can remember what it was, considering it's been longer. Um, basically, um, Lloyd is managing to uh, go in... Honestly, most of this episode really is just um, Lloyd uh, coming in contact with uh, Damien's um, father and talking to him for a while and um, to try to, like, I guess, make an impression on him. And, um, yeah, that's the main thing of the episode, really. I, I mean, there is a bunch of stuff with, you know, Anya and the other kids, but, like, plot-wise, Lloyd actually meeting a guy is, he, I guess, a big thing. Yeah, I would say that this episode, this episode was not very good because, first of all, we're now two seasons into this thing, and we don't even know why it's so important for Lloyd to find out stuff about this Desmond character. So... Well, it's, I mean, be, it's because he was, like, the former, uh, he's, like, 
he was like the former prime minister, although now he's the leader of the opposition party. And since he's that makes him important. And uh, I can't remember the specifics, but I but he's like basically the goal is to try to get some kind of contact with him and find out information about him. So that that was the plan. Yeah, but but still, we're, we don't really know what he's trying to get from him. It's just like, we need to get information. Well, information could be anything. So, I and in this episode, my problem with it was that Lloyd completely acted out of character the whole episode. And... Uh, he, he was so bad at his acting job that uh, it, it, it wasn't very convincing to me. And if it wasn't very convincing to me, then I don't think it would have been for this Desmond character either. So, um, yeah, I just, I just thought this episode was a very bad way to end this season. Um, Lloyd just Lloyd just kept going on and on and on, and he didn't seem like himself. He seemed like a different character. That that didn't make any sense to me. Hmm. I didn't mind that so much, but it is definitely I don't know. It's kind of a weak point to end the season on i mean i guess sometimes you just kind of have to do it it's like you got this many episodes you have to adapt the um series there's only certain places you can um uh like uh you you kind of have to end at certain uh points and um i can't remember exactly and you kind of had to end at this at around this point um too because coming up next is kind of a um is an arc that's going to take at least several episodes uh, to to tell and so so you you have to hold that off for the second season because uh, this is I don't know everything is really confusing uh, uh, when they do split seasons because like you said two mm -hmm. seasons well technically it's one season it's just split into <laughs> two parts I, I mean look at least we're not up uh, which is at least okay at least at least we're not on attack on Titan levels of season four mm -hmm. part three part one yeah. Uh, um, the good news is that apparently they haven't said when, but supposedly the uh, we will be getting the second season later this year. Okay. So we don't know when it's uh, of it's obvious it's definitely not going to be spring. They would have announced it by uh, now if that was the case. So it could be it would probably be summer or fall. Uh, yeah, well, well, we should see it summer or fall, unless they delay it further, but uh, we'll see. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, not the greatest season ender, especially because uh, due to... De the worst thing is that because of delaying delays of the dub, this is probably why we probably in the future should make sure not to stay right on top of a dub, have there be a little bit of, like, you know leeway so if they miss something it'll be okay like i think they missed an episode of blue lock but you know we're a few episodes behind the dub so that's fine for us um but because of that so not only was it the final episode we also had to wait several weeks to get to it which gives you even more anticipation and then you're like oh well okay i guess that was an episode <laughs> yeah i thought yasi he made it a better job at closing things out than Spy family. Although, yeah, you know, I, I, I saw this ad on. Um, I think it was ABC for this uh, new show called The Company You Keep, and like the premise seems like it's exactly Spy Family, except no Anya to it. But it's like, it's like a. FBI person in disguise and something else in disguise and they don't know about each other's backgrounds and stuff. I was like, boy, that sounds familiar. <laughs> well, the the thing about two, I mean, even Spy Families was kind of done. You can point to Mr. and Mrs. Smith, this uh, like uh, 
this movie about like these two, this married couple who are both um, spies but don't know the other is a spy. Or were they assassins? I can't remember if they were spies or assassins. I think I think it was spy. Um, so there's some comedy, and that was a comedy. I I wonder if this if that had any influence on Spy Family. Um, who knows? It's actually, since this is probably the last chance we'll be have to talk for Spy Family for a while, it's interesting. I was reading, I was hearing a little about, so the guy who made Spy Family, the manga, which is, you know, like, one of the biggest manga series right now, um, it, he, like, made this previous series called Tista, which, uh, didn't last very long, it was only two volumes, and it was canceled kind of, um, quickly, and I heard that it wasn't, um, I heard it wasn't very good, actually. Um, it was just kind of fu funny when I was hearing this person talking about it, and they were saying, talking about how they were like, they really disliked it, even though they loved Spy Family, and, um, the, actually, I, I'm not even sure where I was going with that. I, I just happened to, like, have noticed, saw that, and I was thinking, we're talking Spy Family, I should say something about his previous series. Oh, well, I don't really have that much to say about because I never read it. Apparently it is being, it is getting published in English later this year, though. See, that is how you know that you've made it um, uh, really big. When your manga is so popular that a English publishing, manga publishing company decides, you know what, let's translate this um, older thing the guy made that was a total failure for English and be, just because they've got the name recognition. <laughs> Happened with zombie powder. Bleach was so um uh, so successful that they actually translated the author's previous um series and uh, published it in the U.S. Even though it was like a pretty big flop in Japan. Mm -hmm. I've never read it. My brother, did, well, I read a little of it. Wasn't that interested. My brother read it and said it didn't. That wasn't that great. I mostly remember the thing I remember the most about is when I once saw someone um say the main character is Ichigo cosplaying as Grim Jow. <laughs> okay all right i need to stop I, I i do all these random ramblings um too much on things okay we got spy family done uh with uh unless you had some anything else to say about it no not really okay all right then we got blue lock we got episode 13 um so our, um, we, they, after using the term level up several, uh, at least once again, that's, that's like, they say that a lot. Um, so the, our three, I guess they're our main characters now. Um, it, it just these three, there's, um, the main character guy, the second main character and the white haired <laughs> guy. I still cannot remember anyone's name in this series. <laughs> I can remember... All, they're who they are by looking at them and their personalities, but I cannot for the life of me say their name. Anyway, so they're up in the three-on-three -three, uh, battle. They go up against the other um, guys, um, one of which is a guy who's super skilled but super insecure, a guy who's basically super ruthless and also a JoJo character. Um, that's the third uh, member of it. You, you can't tell me that the guy who's like obsessed about glamour would not would not look totally like perfect in a jojo uh uh series um anyway the main characters lose the um other guy not not the white-haired guy the other guy on the main characters team this is going to this sounds terrible when i say it like this i should actually i should make flashcards and remember people's names <laughs> um so because the other team won they take him so it's just the white-haired guy and um Isagi, okay, that's his name. And Isagi uh, left on the team. All right, and that was our episode. Uh, so I didn't say this last time. I wish I had so I could actually gain credit for predicting it, but I, I kind of knew exactly this is what was going to happen. I was like, okay, they're going to lose because, you know, you, you can't just have them win because you have to have them at least struggle a little. So if you're going to have them win, you'll have to have them lose and that, you know, you, you want the point where there's just two of them left. So I was sure they were going to lose. And then I was, and then I was thinking, okay, and other character who's not the white-haired guy would probably leave because why get the white-haired character 
um, guy onto the team if you weren't going to do a bit more with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, I mean, it was a kind of fun episode, but it did have the problem of being everything happening exactly as I expected would. And it kind of had to happen this way. So I'm not like saying, oh, you should have like, you know, done something different. It's just a matter of, you know, what's going to happen because it has to happen. So we'll go through them. And uh, now I, I hopefully it, we can get into like something. Well, I mean, I know we're not they're not going to lose uh, or maybe they will. And our main character will be put on the other team and that will uh, be the end of that. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm babbling at this point. Do you have anything I, more I, coherent yeah, to say? I, I hope that purple hair wife material guy comes back at some point because he's probably my favorite character so far. <laughs> I love how they call them wife material. <laughs> they called him what material? Wife material. Oh, wife material. Okay. Yeah. So it was decent. It was not like great, but it was not bad. It did its purpose and it did it competently, but that's all I can really say about it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I did find the nervous guy kind of funny because he's a clearly very good. Like he was the third person I think to finish the task. And yet he's like super like nervous about everything. He's saying, Oh no, I only passed it as a, I only got third place through that really difficult thing as a fluke. And I'm like, no, no, you're clearly good. So that was at least a kind of funny character quirk. All right. Um, after that, I guess we close out with the uh, Fate Apocrypha episodes um, three to four. Um, okay, so um, basically we get a bunch. Uh, we have the oh man, what's his name? I'm so bad with name. What's the name of the the, the guy that the, the homunculus that came out of the weird sort of um like that thing that um, Astolfo. Uh, helps escape and such um he i know he's like an important character what's he um called there i'm trying to find out what his um name was offhand um actually do we even have did he get a name yet maybe he didn't have a name whatever whoever um he was so astolfo is like hey i'm gonna um get you out of here so they go out and uh meanwhile there's a bunch of fight stuff that's going on um uh siegfried briefly fights uh some of the guys um then there's a big fight where the berserker from one of the factions shows up to attack them and you know he gets beaten because a bunch of guys are going up against um him uh finally siegfried is like well there's too many uh, characters in this series right now. So I guess I'm just going to offer my heart to homunculus guy so that he can live because otherwise he'll just die in a few years. So, uh, uh, so yeah, he's basically like that. Plus he probably figures, Oh, well, you know, the only, all the saber characters people actually care about are the girls. So I'm kind of <laughs> unnecessary here. <laughs> Although at the start saber of this, faces. Although at the start of the series, didn't um, I thought we saw him fighting um, Mordred, or was it someone else who was fighting Mordred? I'd have to go check, but maybe that's an indication he'll come back. But for now, at least he's dead. And then there's some other stuff with some of the other characters, like a very weird fan service um bit uh where um Astolfo's master is like, "I'm just gonna be licking your chest for some reason." <laughs> um yeah hey, why, got... is it, why isn't there any saber faces in this in this uh so you know you, you know what a saber face is no okay you'd have to look it up i'm looking uh -huh. is also called saber face is to look similar um oh it's a reference to a bunch of characters looking just like um saber Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well we have that with well we do have that with Mordred. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. 
I um I don't know about what the other uh, how often. Man, I'm looking at this picture and I'm I'm thinking, okay, I don't know who what bunch of these characters are. How how many of these are actually like like not just an alter version of Saber? Because I think in <laughs> Fate Grand Order, some of the characters they're just like, well, well, they don't call them like just Saber because you know there's like a gazillion um of like different people from each of the different um classes so they just like call them by their names except for some reason in that they always call her altria instead of artoria even though because apparently the guy who made fate stay night said that the proper way to render it in english is altria even though like <laughs> artoria is what makes sense Artor, because it based on arthur how do you get to altria i know this is the guy who wrote the thing but it makes no sense mm-hmm. um yeah, although I, I guess we um, also have uh, Joan of Arc. Look, I guess she's another saber face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have. Uh, so we have all that. Um, yeah, I guess we get introduced to some of the other people. We meet um, Atalanta, except she's Atalant Atalanti for some reason. I. I I think that's because I looked it up. Apparently her name, you know, Atalanta, you know, like, like, like from like the Greek mythology. Um, uh, but apparently in Japanese, for some reason it's Atalanti. So I guess that just carried out into here. Also, also she's got, um, also she's got like, uh, animal like ears. Um, I was thinking that I, I'm going to guess it might have been because they want to, you know, try to appeal to the furries. But then again, there's also, I think she also got turned into a lion in mythology. So maybe it's a reference to that. Um, yeah, anything else you wanted to say? Yeah, just that I'm really confused. And it feels like, like, the Whenever we watch Fate Zero and Fate Stay Night and all that, everything seemed to make sense. But this series has like so many different characters thrown at you at once that it just uh, it's hard to figure out. Well, we've got, well, I mean, we, we look at it. So we got seven, um, we got seven servants like that. Except we've got 14 servants because we've got two factions. Then we have a bunch of their masters. Some of them, I think, don't actually matter at all. But um, some of them actually do get attention. So we got we got those. Oh, and we also got Joan of Arc, who's the ruler for another class for some reason. And you got some other stuff. So the pro- there's character overload in this series, unfortunately. Which is yeah. one of the criticisms I've seen of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I'm okay with it outside... Of, I mean, I guess some of the sort of weird fan service bits, including like on like the opening ending themes. I'm like, okay, so, someone really wanted to draw um, uh, Joan of Arc naked for some reason. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> um, well, I don't, I, I don't know. I got some enjoyment out of it, some of the weaker things aside. But yeah, there is a bunch of stuff going on, and it's kind. Of, when I said Mania and Abyss, I when I said okay, it made sense when I watched it. I just have no idea how to explain it. I'm kind of feeling that here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and of course we get. Yeah, there's there's just so many servants, which is kind. Of, I, I maybe they should have just to kill some of the less important ones off quickly because we already got rid of Sig, Afraid. Maybe. He might show up later for all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, don't have anything else to say other than, oh yeah, um, so a character said equivalent exchange at some point. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a Full Metal Alchemist reference or not, but that, that was there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess we've gotten that uh, for there. Um, yeah, anything else to talk about? Or do you want to go to top three and then see if there's anything else to talk about? Actually, hang on. Yeah, is, yeah we'll is, do that. 
Okay. So, um, yeah, my top three third place this week uh, is Made in the Abyss. Second place is Blue Loth. And for the final time, Yasuhime gets the top spot. Hmm. <sighs> well, the tricky thing with JoJo as, is when we have the double episodes is we've got uh, the problem where the first episode's great. Well, not, not maybe not great, but good. It's good. And the second episode is not so great. So how do I evaluate um, those is the thing. I think for those, I guess I will put them in the order. Sorry. I'll put them in the order of, um, just see. I think I'll go... Jojo third place, Yashihime second place. Despite my criticism, I'll put Blue Lock in um, first. Okay. All right, that's our stuff. Anything um, else to uh, talk about then? I don't have anything. Uh, if you have something, go ahead. Uh, not really. Just wanted to ask. <laughs> okay. So, for next week, we're going to be um, dropping down to a more uh, consistent of watching. Uh, what we're planning to be doing is, because right now we're not entirely sure what we want to uh, do with Fate Apocrypha. Part of the thing is, uh, so, we got the, I got my Netflix subscription. It was basically just to watch JoJo, and that's, and that's fine. But when I'm done with it, I'm going to be like, okay, do I want to keep paying money um, for this? So... We're going. The current plan is we'll just be going with two episodes of JoJo, one episode of Blue Lock, one episode of Fate Apocrypha, and then by the time when we finish up with JoJo, uh, which will be, I think, because you're going on a uh, vacation in about two yep. months anyway, so we'd pro we'd be fin by that time we'd be finishing with JoJo. So we're just going to go with that, and then when we're done with JoJo, we'll figure out okay, do we are we enjoying Fate Apocrypha enough to keep up with the Netflix subscription, or are we uh, just going to drop it? And we'll figure out something there. So it is a little on a little bit of a short um, leash, but we'll be sticking with it for at least uh, at least until we're done with JoJo. Mm -hmm. All right. And with that, I guess it's time to finish up and we'll see you next week with more discussion about things and we'll have made in abyss and maybe I'll go and maybe just maybe I'll go off on tan on pointless tangents a little less. And that's it. And, see ya. Okay. And to our new listeners, bye. -y.